Hey, Planner Planners, it's your host, Jessica McWilliams, and this is Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Behind every planner, there's a person, and behind every person, there is a story. In today's interview, I will be sharing with you the story and conversation with Erica from the Planner Police. But before I jump into her interview, just a little bit of housekeeping as per usual. I know I have people out there going, wait a minute, aren't you going to be talking about a planning a better me retreat because you said you'd take us with you and where have you been? So (laughs) I did kind of take an unexpected vacation, as you can tell when my uh, previous episode has come out. There's been a few weeks, but I know that as all you planner planner people know, Life sometimes deserves to be a little bit unplugged. And so I did that very thing by vacationing with my husband, um, digging in when I got back, kind of getting in the groove with with things again for my homeschooling. And um, I'm still trying to like digest everything that happened at my first national planner event. And I will be coming with you, coming at you with some details. But uh, before I can get that all kind of put together, I wanted to send out an interview um, with some timely conversations. I guess maybe even hot topics. Um, Erica and I talk, of course, just about her planner journey, how she got the name Planner Police for one thing. But then around about minute 50, yes, I said 50, like five zero, um, which is a it's a great conversation to listen to. So I but if you need to skip to anything and you want to know what those hot topics are, I'm not trying to like, wow, be so sensational, but just some things that have been on my heart and mind lately, such as shop face, admin face and EC on Etsy. So we get into it um, around that timestamp. So without any further ado, let's hear from Erica. Well, Erica, welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm so happy you're here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on. Yeah, it's really always so fun for me to have a guest on that I have seen a lot on the internet, whether it be in a Facebook group or just their photos and Instagram and finally get to put a voice with the pictures or a voice with the written word that they have displayed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you see everybody's faces around. It's it's almost like, um, oh gosh, what is it? It's almost like reverse, like you said it earlier, like reverse radio where you hear them, but you don't know what they look like. So you form this opinion of what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the ability to put avatars you know what I mean? You you kind of you know what they look like if it's their face, right. which mine happens to be, um, and you know, so putting a, a an actual audio with their face is like just really cool. Like I had no idea that you you were from the Midwest, so until you heard me open my mouth, <laughs> until I heard you open your mouth, and I was like, I bet she says pop. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. What kind of pop are you having? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Like right now I have, we just got a Wegmans here. So I'm super excited. So I'm having um, Wegmans grapefruit sparkling water. Well, I heard, I saw that you posted a picture and there was this huge line and this big to do of a grand opening and we don't have Wegmans in Minnesota, or at least that I'm not aware of. And I'm from the metro area. So I think I probably would have heard of it. But is that just kind of like a 
Kroger or like an Aldi? Like what kind of grocery yeah, store? Yeah, it's kind of like a Kroger or like a Bilo. So down here we have like Bilo. Um, we have Harris Teeter. It's a Publix kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm originally from upstate New York. And so one of my very first jobs was at Wegmans. And so I was super excited that they came down this far. We're the first store down this far that they've ever had. So the furthest south before the one in Raleigh um, was in Virginia. And so having one here is like just a little slice of home for me without having to go back up north to the north temperatures, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, where, how far south are you now? I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, did you just say that? Hello. I did. Well, yeah, what, that's okay. what exactly is your um, coordinate? No, just kidding. No, we don't need coordinates. <laughs> My GPS coordinates yeah. are just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure the NSA from my Amazon uh, Echo Dot could tell you exactly yeah. where I am. And she's in her bedroom right now. Like, huh? right. what? That's so creepy. No <laughs> oh. Do you, um, well, yes, that's a little too much information, but we do want a little information, especially if I have a listener who is just getting to meet you for the first time. So could you give an introductory um, bio of yourself um, and where we can find you online and things like that? Absolutely. Um, so my Instagram handle is Planner Police. So you can find me at Planner Police on Instagram. And you can also find me at Planner Police on Facebook. I have a Facebook like page. Um, you know, what's really funny is I started Planner Police in 2015, shortly after I joined Planners Gone Wild. Actually, back then it was called Aaron Condren Fans Gone Wild. Um, and you know, people were like, you can do whatever you want. There's no planner police. And so I was like, oh, that's perfect. I will be the planner police. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, and, you know, it totally started out as a joke. And then I was like, you know what? The planner police is like a perfect opportunity for me to call out some shady things that people are doing, right? So, gosh, I don't even remember back then, but, you know, like somebody was, you know, copying artwork or, you know, putting on a planner event and not following through with it after taking money, that kind of thing. I would just slap that up on my Instagram anonymously, right? Because the internet is anonymous, believe it or not. Um, So I was like, this is perfect. I can be anonymous and I can call people out and not have to be confrontational. It's amazing. Um, And somewhere along the way, it really grew and became an actual planner slash part of my life. Instagram. So all of that stuff is pretty much gone and you will be able to find my Hobonichi weeks, my pocket rings and my debt-free journey on there. So, so you, so a starting planner, please, obviously, and kind of the, from the, the anonymous to the, you know, you're claiming it now. It seemed like a shift for you. Did you ever think about changing your name? Because that was so synonymous with kind of the tone of like kind of a call out situation or is it just like people got to know you as that so you wanted to keep it or what was the justification with that name that's actually it really is that people were like oh my god you're planner police you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like so people people started knowing and recognizing Erica as planner police Mm -hmm. and it actually kind of fits in with my background um I'm a paralegal. (laughs) So, you know, keeping it in that whole law family for me was, was actually kind of a fluke, believe it or not. And, you know, people, you know, coming up to me at planner events that I've gone to have been like, Oh, you're a planner police. I thought that, you know, and thought that was you. And 
so good to finally meet you and you know that kind of stuff and so I just felt like keeping it the same rather than just a call out thing you know made it sound like um not that I'm okay with people doing shady shit but that it was just kind of like funny you know Mm -hmm. and then it wasn't funny anymore and I wanted it to be serious but you know still kind of punny really you know yeah you can do whatever you want. There's no planner for you. Well, yeah, there is actually. <laughs> we have, there's <laughs> eyes. There's always eyes. There's always a screenshot somewhere. It seems like floating around. There's, yeah, there is. There are people to see. <laughs> do you, I guess, miss it? Or after you kind of did more of like, this is now what I'm offering the planner community versus just I'm reporting, I guess, in air quotes, on what the planner community is doing. Do you ever... I don't know, want to do call outs, but now that your face is connected with it and that confrontation element is there, you know, do you hesitate or are you just like, I'm done with that? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And, you know, I left a whole bunch of planner groups a couple of years ago because I was just done with the drama. Um, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And so I left and I actually shut down my whole, all my social media, but my own personal stuff for about a year, really. Um, I was just done with all the drama and I don't miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. And, you know, if I do call somebody out, it's, it's something that I would say to their face anyways. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not like, oh my God, I caught you and I don't want anybody to know that it's me. It's you're doing, you know, stuff that you shouldn't be doing. And I would tell it to your face anyways, because that's the kind of person that I am. You know, it's not about the confrontation anymore. Back then it kind of was, um, but that was also, you know, 2015. So that was almost five years ago now and I'm older and I'm wiser and, you know, all that other stuff that comes along with age, you know, I'm just done with, the drama, really. <laughs> if you had to go back and do it again, would you have done anything differently? And I'm not, this That's is not a leading question. Like, I don't question. have like three things I think you should have done differently. Like, no. <laughs> we're waiting to hear. This is your chance, Erica. I know. But like, I know. Right? I mean, and that's a hard one. I did not prep you with that question to be so reflective on the spot, I know is. No, no. I, you know, I don't know that I would have done anything differently. Um, because it sort of helped me to grow who I am and and to know what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not willing to accept, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Like somebody just in passing saying something that's stupid and off the cuff, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, you're such a whatever. You know what I mean? But if something does something completely out of line, then yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to call them out. And I like being able to have that background where I can determine whether or not something should be said or something shouldn't be said. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it seems like going through that experience and letting that kind of unfold the way it did and then, you know, kind of reclaiming it as a personal account, um, it's taught you to have even further boundaries maybe in your own, I don't know, day-to-day life perhaps, or when to hit that like siren button if you will you know and when to just kind of walk away like no one to hold them no one to fold them no one to run you know that kind of thing yeah 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 really you know it's 
again, that's a lot comes along with age, you know, as I've gotten older, I've learned, and I also have a six-year-old, so I've learned to be a little bit more tolerant of things. Um, but I've also learned that you can't hold your tongue, right? Like you have to know when it's important and, and choosing your battles is important. So, so just to take her for an example, you know, I'm not going to make a big deal out of her putting on two different colored socks because she's wearing socks, right? Mm-hmm. So right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of the same idea, you know, I'm not going to make a big deal out of something because I have to choose my, I have to choose my battles wisely, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. You know, life is too short really to like just spend your entire life pointing out the, can I swear by the way? I'll just mark <laughs> like, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you do you. you know, life <laughs> is too short to, to like point out every stupid shitty little thing that somebody does. Right. Mm-hmm. Like You have to know when to just not be that person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and in some way, you calling, you know, drawing attention to them is giving them even more of a highlight or spotlight in some some instances. But then also taking away from your energy bank. Like, right. But then again, there are certain situations that really do need to be spoken up about. Like, you know, in my Facebook memories from two years ago, somebody had planned a planner event and canceled it at the last minute and was just really weird about the scenario. And so I had posted on my personal Facebook page that people going to this specific event needed to be aware that this event was canceled and that they needed to ask for a refund. Things like that, I think, are very important to call to light. Because not only does it put an eye on the things that shouldn't be done, but it also draws attention to how it should be done going forward. Does that make sense? Like, well, you said, there are certain yeah. scenarios, in my opinion, that do need to be called out. Yeah, like a community some, standard, maybe? Is that like kind of a, a bar of which kind of a mutual operation? Like, if you take my money, I will be compensated with a item or event? Like, well, that's just like commerce, right? That's just... That's Legal. just commerce. Yeah, exactly. that's just, that's, yeah. I mean, because if yeah. because if you take my money and you don't give me anything in return, that's called theft. So, <laughs> right, that's just called taking your money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's just called theft. You know, yeah. it's and and depending on the scale of it, you know, it could be a really big theft as opposed to just twenty dollars here and there. You know what I mean? But there, yeah, and I don't know if a community standard is really how I would put it. It's just basic courtesy and basic life skills, really, you know, like, Mm -hmm. don't be shady. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is what it is, you know, and I'll take those opportunities and put those on my Facebook and my Instagram page, because people, again, need to know, you know, that, that something that they paid for is no longer happening, and that they need to try and get their money back. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, that's a just level of truth telling, Right. And you try to be as close, I'm assuming, as close to the truth as it unfolds as possible, because I think there is a fine line. And we've both been sort of, I guess, accused maybe or whatever of like trying to slander or something. But it's like, at what point is it just telling the truth? And what point 
is it being accountable for, you know, taking down a group or company, you know, or is yeah. there a difference? You know, I don't know that there's a difference really, you know. Well, slander, um, I think, has like no background. Like there's nothing to back it up. Right. There's no factual basis involved in it. It's all just and, – and so slander is verbal and libel is written. Okay. Um, so – you know, I don't know that either of us have ever slandered anybody. I don't think we've even libeled anybody. I think everything that we have, that I have said um, with regard to, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And with regard to that specific incident was true at the time or was my own opinion mm-hmm. at the time. And opinions are not subject to slander and libel because you're entitled to your own opinion. Right. So, right. um, you know, in my experience with events, you know, it, if I tell my experience, that can't be slander or libel because it's my own experience at your event. Now, if I came flat out and said you know, something completely untrue, like, I don't know, <laughs> I can't even think of something right now that would be completely untrue then that would be, that would have no factual basis. Yeah, like, oh, like they hacked my credit card or something. Or, it's something yeah, like, like yeah. they, you know, stole my car or. Just something yeah. that's completely yeah. untrue. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there is, there is a line, I think, between, you know, truth telling and non-truth telling, or maybe it's stretching the facts or speculating perhaps. Right. Yeah. Like you can't just walk in somewhere and be like, oh, this is probably going to happen because what if it doesn't happen? You know, you have to base your experience and your opinion on what you know to be true. Right. Yes. So. And that's where I think it's very difficult to have such a gut intuition sometimes or something because it's like, not everyone's is on point. You know what I mean? Like you could, <laughs> like, is your gut yeah. telling you the same thing my gut's telling me? I don't know. Because I don't know. My gut's telling me I need a sandwich. So. <laughs> 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 but I see where you're going you with know. that, you know? And because it's you like, can't. Mm, that feels off. That seems yeah. shady. Well, are those facts? Is that just hype? Are you doing, are you believing that because I said that? Are you believing that because you saw that on Instagram? Like, ah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and the the one thing that I've learned in online communities is that the rumors are so rampant and they travel so fast. It's like the telephone game but on steroids, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, just you can't ever really believe what somebody has to say unless you know for sure that that's what happened. Yeah. And we have this well, I say we, you, general, I guess I can only obviously speak for myself, but there goes a time, there is a time, I think, when I have a more insatiable need to to dig in and to to know what's going on. Like, oh, is this major corporation being inclusive to their design team? Is this small business, um, you know, I don't know, do an X, Y, Z. And then there's times where I'm totally comfortable and willing and desire to leave all of that. It's like kind of that roller coaster. And I sense that you actually decided to take like a a break, not just to step back. So what did you, 
what made you come back? I missed my friends. Mm. <laughs> you know, they say that you can't make friendships on the internet, and I think that's bullshit. You can make close relationships with people on the internet, and some of my best friends I've met on the internet, and some of them I've met in person on more than one occasion, you know, and I just missed having that connection with those people. You know, sure, we have some other interests in common, but the planner community is where we met, and... um well, and you might you not know, be in the same place, right? Like, I'm sorry? You might not be in the same physical location either. Like, exactly. when are you yeah, going to see each other? Of, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, and I love that we live in the future because there's things like FaceTime and Marco Polo so that I, I can see them and we can talk, you know, but it's just not the same, you know, and taking a year-long break, it really made me reflect on what I thought was important in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just missed having those people in my life. And I missed having a creative outlet because, I mean, I use stickers in my planner, right? So <laughs> I miss having that that creative outlet. You know, I do other things creatively, um, but, you know, having that extra, like, thing to make a list so I know what I need to do or where I'm supposed to be someday. Matter of fact, I, you know, I went to a doctor's appointment an hour early because I thought it was at nine and it was actually at nine 30, but I got there at eight 30. Right. So, you know, like if I had somewhere to write it down, perhaps I would have been on time. Well, you were early though. I mean that, and that's like of the scenarios of not being at the correct time, that would be the better scenario, right? <laughs> like, Yeah. But they're like, um, your appointment's at nine 30. I was like, Oh, okay. Just roll with it. Be like, yes, I'm very prompt. You're welcome. I'll be sitting over if here. Not, if I am not early, I am late. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll be over here with my planner. Yeah. I have a feeling I I could find a way to still be late. Like then, then I would be, yeah. Then you start a whole new thing or you start reading or, oh, I'm just going to go. I'll pop over to the coffee shop real quick and come back. And then you're like, oh, it's 945. Whoops. Yeah. Now I'm really late. Now I'm really late. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we started off with a bang and got into some pretty serious stuff. And we perhaps might even unpack a little more of that in today's episode. But I don't want to get too far in without playing What's in Your Bag to give you a chance (gasps) to detail the contents of a bag, pouch, briefcase, or backpack, or whatever you brought to show us today. Show us what you're walking with. Show us. I've had even people come and be like, this is just the bag I have from the living room to my bedroom. This is what I carry back and forth with my planner stuff. (laughs) So what did you, what are you going to show us today? So I actually don't have a bag. I pulled everything out of my bag because last night I was planning. So I have all of the things that I took out of my bag last night. So I have my Hobonichi Weeks and I'm currently planning ahead. Um, because I got my sweet quiet design, uh, December Hobonichi weeks kit. So I had to finish laying down October and November. And of course, December to finish out my weeks, I keep it in an imperfectly perfect, um, leather cover. I have a, um, pencil case with all my pens in it. It's called, it says, Ringmaster of the Shit Show on it, and it's by Blue Q. You can get it on Amazon. It's got Sharpie pens, tool pens, scissors, um, jewel pens, and my all-time favorite pen that I love to use, my Hobonichi Techo um, 2017. It's like a Coletto pen. Oh, what are you? what's in there? 
Um, right now, it's just what comes with it, but black and blue and red. Mm. So, and then I have um, my tweezers because any good planner does mm. not use tweezers. Um, does use tweezers rather? Okay, so and I'm these, not a good planner, <laughs> but I don't, don't use tweezers. I don't have nails. I don't. I mean, like I, I feel like I can manage to, to pick and pull. Oh my gosh! Well, so. The Sweet Quiet Design ones have these teeny tiny like date stickers. Oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And, and so in order for me to put them on in a relatively straight fashion. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. otherwise it's like as big as your, smaller than your th- your fingerprint and then you can't see where, yeah. There's so much exactly. from your fingers on there. It's not even sticky by the time you get it in the corner. Exactly. Okay. So I I've got my, they're angled tweezers. They're like what you would use for your eyebrows. Um. I have my pocket rings also by Imperfectly Perfect. And I use that as a budget planner um, for me to pay my bills and make sure I just bought a new house. So I want to make sure that I pay my bills on time. So I have that. And clearly I am obsessed with budgeting because I also have my Ashley Shelley budget notebook. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I put pictures up on my Instagram. um, And so you can see that on Instagram. Then I have my um, my little portable sticker albums. This one is from Journal This Now. Um, and it's one of those ones that are like remind me of like old school um, photo albums where it's like four by six or three by five where you can stick photos in them. Back in the day, because I'm old, when we used to have to print our photos to see them. Uh- <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And so- you were super fancy and rich if you got doubles. Oh my gosh. Remember doubles? Yes. The, oh, I got doubles. Yes. So awesome. Oh my gosh. One yeah. for you and a friend. It was great. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then the last thing that I have is my, um, it's actually by paper-ish, but back for when she was so very busy, it's her reusable sticker album. Yeah. So I keep that in my, in my bag too, because I don't always use all of my kits. And so I like to keep those in my little reusable sticker album, just in case I have a something come up like a birthday or I need to make an extra list or something. So, so are you, so that's what are you putting, can I ask follow-up questions or are you still, there's more in your bag? I'll, I'll try to remember the follow-up questions. Tell us what else no, is in your bag. that's it. Okay. That's it. That's what's in my bag. Okay. Um, so let, thank you for taking us through your stuff. You are walking with a pretty tidy edit. That's, I, you're very intentional with what you carry. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I tried because I I carry I have a long champ um, medium sized bag. I got it in Spain a couple years ago, and if I'm not careful, it ends up being like a brick. Mm. So I have to be very intentional about what I carry because otherwise I end up with back problems. Yeah, like for real. Like you're not even just saying that. Like it really happens. No. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's like carrying a library on my shoulder every day if I'm not careful. So. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I stopped carrying some of my planners and have gone to a much smaller size because my the chiropractor was like, yeah. I'm like, I'd rather buy planner stuff or save my money than pay the chiropractor to fix myself from carrying the stuff I'm buying. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. A couple things. What color is your perfectly imperfect uh, hobo cover? It's actually like an oil slick. So if you look at it one way, it's like green. And if you look at it another way, it's purple. Ooh. It's kind of amazing. I'll try and um, 
what I'll do, I will try and take like a small little boomerang and put it in my stories. Yeah. Well, you so that you can see because it's super cool. Yeah, because then you can have that. Um, what do you call? It's like iridescent almost, but not well. Oil slick, I guess, is the. Is yeah, the term. yeah, it's yeah. almost iridescent, but it is kind of oil slick like, which is. I mean, it's amazing. I love it. It makes me smile. So that's why I carry it. Yeah. Are those your colors? Are you like more of a, um, new, like, you know, greens and purples versus like black and pink? Do you have like a color scheme that you love, like you gravitate towards all the time? Um, well, I'm looking at my, so I'm a, a hand knitter as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at my knitting cabinet and I have six cubes that are filled with yarn. And of those six, Three are pinks. Mm, so kind of hat. That's pretty dominant, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have one like orange yellow and one that is like blue green. And then the other one is like black brown. Mm, yeah. So, <laughs> so, mostly so clearly I have a color type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and my, my pocket rings is a Saffiano pink, hot pink. Oh. That's you're just like <laughs> you're speaking my language. I like Saffiano leather. Because I, that's the one that kind of is bumpy, right? Oh, yes. Yes. And then yes. some people are like, nope, no way. It's just, it's so amazing what people's like preference are. Like they wouldn't touch it for a yeah. million dollars, you know? And then I'm like, that's the only thing I could think. I I don't have a Safiano leather hot pink anything, but if I were, um, that I think would be up my alley for sure. I feel like the other it's- leathers I'm just always worried about. I would think I would be worried about like mar- mark scratching them and stuff yeah the selfie on a leather is um pretty what's that word durable Mm -hmm. almost where you can it's basically indestructible really i mean that throw i throw this thing everywhere and it looks brand new (laughs) does it have a snap closure or it doesn't it has an elastic closure like a traveler's notebook Mm -hmm. which i love and so it's the hot pink with white stitching and a white elastic. Oh, nice. Oh, I heard it. Did you guys hear that? Oh, Listeners, did you hear that? Boink. <laughs> That's awesome. Boink, Here. boink. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my pocket rings. And um, in it, I have um, any plans. Okay, that was my interest. other follow-up questions. Like, what's what's in your rings? Yeah, it's any plans. Um, I do not have a... Um, a code though for her I would love to but she's very selective when mm. she comes to her codes I always use um, can I get can I tell who's I use sure why not Meredith 25 that's Meredith Henley I always use hers when I buy though and that is it like, like 25 percent off of five dollar purchase oh yeah that I was gonna say that's not bad I was thinking like off of 25 maybe no well that's not I think it's, I think it's 25. I think it's twenty five percent off of five dollars. I need to. I always end up her. buying more, so I have absolutely no idea what. The, right, like, are you really buying five dollars? I guess with a printable, it might be more. You know, because with shipping on something, you're like, well, I'm not going to spend four dollars in shipping and five dollars on an item. Like that's always the trick, you know, right. like trying to spend up more. She's actually. Yeah. Well, I think she tells where she's from. She's from the Midwest too. Kind of my, I think. Anyways, I don't want to like out her she's from minnesota i don't know what city so don't look up the gps coordinates i don't know i'm not telling minnesota you. by the way p.s mm-hmm. this is completely unrelated but is the home of my absolute favorite coffee oh caribou yes oh yeah 
Love Caribou Coffee. When I moved to Raleigh, it was my first job here. Oh, and did you work um, at a coffee at least, shop at yeah, Caribou? But did you work like at least 20 hours to get like, they do like the benefits and stuff too. If you worked. So I got um, a free pound of coffee or 20 tea bags a week. Oh, what did you do? Which one? I was a barista. No, what did what did you take? I, I want to know what you took home. Oh. Did you, are you oh. a coffee or are you a tea drinker? Which one did you take? So I am both. Mm. Um, I think I still. I've moved here in 2009, and I think I still have tea bags. Well, yeah, if that many a week. I mean, yeah, it was like it was like a ridiculous amount, like, and so I'm an equal opportunity caffeine drinker. Just <laughs> you don't discriminate. That's, no, that's mm-hmm. good. No. But I would take home um, caribou blend. So okay. I like a nice light roast. Yeah, yeah. That's I forget that that's not everywhere. You know, when it's like your, because it's everywhere here. Yeah, when it's like your thing. Yeah. Well, you know, Target is also from Minnesota. Oh yeah, that I know. Yeah, traveling anywhere and going to a Target, you're like, well, okay, I guess, because we get every new um roll out. You know, they'd have like experimental stores in one area where you can go and like. You know, if they change the color of the even the outside of the target, we get it first. You know, they yeah, because they've definitely changed up their layout within the last couple of years. You know, so they did. And you know what I'm irritated about? They just changed cartwheel to what? Target Circle. Oh, what is that? Why? I don't know. I'm still gonna call it cartwheel. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Be a rebel. I actually, this is like, I mean, this gets me no clout whatsoever because I don't even think he really knows me very well. But um, there's like a friend of a friend or in my social circles that he actually is a graphic designer <laughs> and he designed that little cart for the cartwheel app. And it's not even anymore? I guess not anymore. Maybe he was like, hey, you guys need upgrade. How about a circle? I mean, I guess it makes sense with the target being a circle. Like, with the bullseye? Yeah. With the bullseye? Is that? I don't know. I used to have a Target debit card. Well, I used to have a Target credit card. And then I was like, yeah, that's not going to help me at all. No, because every time you go into Target for like one thing, you walk out with a gigantic cart full. Yeah. I love those little cartoons that's like shows the bullseye, like brainwashing the person coming in with their cart. It's like (laughs) the little thought bubble for the humans. Like, all I need is milk. All I need is milk. All I need is milk. And the bullseye is like, you need a new throw pillow. (laughs) You need need a spatula and four leggings. (laughs) Right. So um, then I went to the debit card just to get the 5%, you know, uh, back. And then it was just like as a process of, reclaiming and owning budgeting things it was just like this yes I know that's a value yes I know but it was just like I needed to do the cash thing for a while I needed to make everything super simple um you know because that's those building blocks those habits just needed to be formed um but now I feel like now Every time they ask me, like, do you have a blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, no. I think th- I feel so judged. They're like, you know, you could say 5%, right? <laughs> like, like, yes. See, we started doing, yes, we have it. Thank you. Even if we don't. Like, you know, you go to Costco yeah. and they've got, like, those direct TV people. They don't know if you have it in your house or not. Yeah, we already have that deal. Thanks. Oh. And they leave you alone. You're so kind. I just give either side eye or be like, nope. I should really use manners. 
people, they're just trying to make a living. They didn't do me wrong. They're just standing there. (laughs) Well, you have to remember where I live. I live in the South, so it's like the no ma'am capital. Yeah. No, sir. No, thank you. No, I'm good today, sir, but you have a pleasant afternoon. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Would you like some tea? Yeah. Sorry. I murdered that accent, but. That's a. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay but I do feel like um my northern accent comes out when I talk to people from the north or, or from the midwest okay do you hear can you hear it I feel like you sound like me but I have a hard time hearing my own accent so maybe maybe we don't yeah you, you're like yeah yeah you. I do not sound like you <laughs> no I don't sound like you and okay listeners I'm gonna need to know do we sound uh, does, do our accents sound the same that's mm. what I want to know. Okay. Well, here's some identifying words. Say oatmeal. <laughs> Say oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> I can't after you said that, but okay. okay oat, yeah. Oatmeal. Yeah. So you say it probably right. We say our vowels really long, but. Well, like, okay. Say um, fax. Like a fax machine? Yeah. 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 Like send fax. me a fax. Send me a fax. Send me a fax and send me back to 1994 where this was relevant. <laughs> Just kidding. Right? Send that's me so a fax. Funny, no. no, you actually probably right. use fax still as a paralegal, right? Like that's I do that's a thing. all the yeah. time. Yeah, all the time. It's yeah. kind of funny, right? Like that technology has been around. It has been, but you know what's great about the living in the future, though, is that I can fax directly from my computer. Oh, you don't have to like scan it in with that whatever um, page. What is the front page? No, the page. It's like the the cover sheet. The cover sheet. Yeah. No, I don't. My computer does it all for me. It's great. Yeah, I guess so. Because that is is okay. This is so I create. It's legally binding, right? Like I sent it to you via fax versus email. Uh huh. Well, email is also yeah. It is also okay. Yeah. So I create a PDF on my computer, and then I use the the fax machine on my computer to send that created PDF that I made. That makes sense. It's do, so cool. Do you ever play around with making inserts or, like, making your own stickers or, like, doing any kind of, like, computer to paper? Situation? So I tried that once. Mm. So I got a silhouette a couple years ago after my daughter was born. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some crafty stuff. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to make a lot of money and it's going to be great. Well, I Mm. tried to make stickers and I wanted to throw that damn thing out the window. It was so frustrating. I don't Mm. know how these shop owners do it. I could not get that cut right. I couldn't do it. And I was like, no, mm -mm, nope. This seals the deal for me not doing this. I will pay somebody to do this for me. And that you do. I just saw um, yeah. online, you're, you said you you mentioned that you're planning last night and that you had a sweet yes. kawaii kit. Um, yeah. So I must have been looking at the November one because I was, I because you know how you scroll and you see stuff, but sometimes you see it fast. You know what I mean? Well, in that picture. Like, it was orange. Actually... Was it orange? I'm like, is that orange? That must be fall. Yes. I don't, yeah. Yes. Yes. That was November. But in that picture is also the rest of September that I didn't lay down and plan. Mm. All of November, all of October rather. November and then I had just gotten December's kit so I was like I should probably lay these stickers down so that I can be prepared for Mm -hmm. this December kit that I just got right 
Do and I you- think I'm the only one that doesn't know what planner I'm using next year. Oh yeah, that's a whole nother thing. I, feel I haven't like, even thought about it yet. Yeah, I I feel like okay, so I got my first planner, like this kind of planner. I got a happy planner in uh Black Friday twenty fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's pretty up close to the the next year, right? You know, like right. run month left. And I don't know if I've just been more in tune with it because this is my like this is a community that I belong in and, you know, create content for that everything's just kind of always on the horizon. But I feel like sometimes it gets earlier and earlier. Like I feel like January 2nd, 2020, we're going to be like, so what are you using for 2021? Like, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Wow. I don't know. (laughs) I know. That's like, that's like, I just went to um, Costco the other day and they had Halloween costumes and Christmas trees up at the same time. Yeah. I was yeah. like, can we please get through Thanksgiving? That would be great. Yeah, no, it just starts so fast. I, I mean, feel like it's earlier and earlier every year. The same thing with the planners. Like people are, were talking in July about what their what planner they were using. Yeah. In and January, I was like, I don't even know what I'm using for the rest of this year. <laughs> right, especially if you're a hopper. You know, if you're if you're accustomed to kind of changing it up. I just pulled the plug or pulled the plug. That's like, that's like, that's not the right word. No, <laughs> no, sorry, that's death. Um, <laughs> what is it when you just do it? Whatever, I pulled pull the, the trigger. Yeah, pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, that also gives a weird image. Anyways, I made a choice and I did it. Um, I just bought a blue sky planner, and oh. it was off. I call it the over. And maybe I've said this on the show before. I don't remember because I repeat myself in real life. So I have no doubt that I repeat myself on the show. Um. <laughs> It's like an over-the-counter. This is how I view planners that you can just go into a store and buy. It's like an over-the-counter planner. Like that's, I don't know. Like ready to wear. Yeah, like ready to wear. Right. And I decorated that thing through June. So it was a teacher planner. So Mm -hmm. I just, it's done. Like it is such a weird feeling to be like knowing my planner and being done. I mean – Obviously, there's going to be things to plan in it, things to make decisions about. There are a number of weeks throughout that I left blank because I'm like, well, I'm obviously going to want to do something at some point in this planner besides. Mm-hmm. But I just like, I don't know. I was just on a on a roll. Like, did you when you started doing the rest of September, October, November, and then, you know, getting ready here now for December, you got to get on a roll, right? Like, it's just. Yeah. Well, and I it's use amazing. pretty much the same layout every time, so mm-hmm. it makes it really easy when I when I lay my stickers and stuff down. Because the the sweet quiet design kits that I get, I get the monthly Hobonichi Weeks kit. It comes with ev- like literally everything I need for the entire month. So if you're not familiar with the Hobonichi Weeks, on the left hand side is the week, and then on the right hand side is grid paper. At the bottom of each page is, um, so I have a Japanese version and there's Japanese quotes on the bottom of each page. And then at the top, oops. What? Sorry, my phone just started ringing. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need to get it? We can take a break. No, I declined. Okay. Um, Sorry, you'll edit that, right? (laughs) Yeah. We'll take care of that in post. Maybe. <laughs> so at the bottom of, of each page, um, oh, then at the top of each page, it says that the, the month number, 
So like if I'm looking at February, it says two, and then it says February, and then it has Japanese words and then the number of the, the week that it is, right? So like this week is, what's today? The sixth? I can't, I can't tell because yeah. I've already covered it up. I don't know what week this is. Hold on. Yeah, it's the sixth. It's the yeah, sixth. Yeah, but I don't know what week As of this is, recording. It, as if, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, Sweet Cry Design uses removable vinyl stickers, so I can peel this back and tell you that it's the 40th week of the year this week. Okay? Mm-hmm. Holy cow, that means there's only 12 weeks left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Like, when, what was it? October 1st, I guess. 90 more days or something like that. Oh, my goodness. Like, people are like, 90 more days. What are you going to do with the last 90 days? And probably the same shit I did for the first... 300 <laughs> some odd days, right? <laughs> like, get up, go to work, come home, have some shitty dinner, and then go to bed and do it all over again. Oh, bless, you. <laughs> bless your heart. I know. Yeah. My life is so boring. But the kit comes with like bottom washi, top washi, the, you know, the date covers and all that stuff. Um, so I, it's easy for me to lay down every week and make it look exactly the same. Um, and you know the um, I, I I'm not really a big like busy person, as you can tell from what I just said about doing the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just the right amount of room where I can still be decorative and plan out my stuff, and not feel like I don't have anything in my planner but stickers. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's, you kind of have to have that, well, in my opinion, have to have that balance if you're, especially if you're going to plan ahead. Because I know many people are like, how do you do that? How do you lay a sticker down ahead? You know, kind of thing. Like, how do you know what you're doing and blah, 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 blah. Well, it very much depends on how you're using your stickers, you know, like. Yeah. And I think if you use the same layout every time, it makes it easier to pre-plan ahead, if that makes sense. Like what can you bring us through like your planner journey? Like what made you even get interested in this community in the first place? So and what what have you I used? I feel like I've used literally everything. <laughs> um it, it I think it's been so long. I don't know. I'd probably have to go back and look through like my Instagram to see, but I've used an Erin Condren. I've used um and I've used her vertical layout. Um, I've used an Erin Condren hourly. I've used a um, Blue Sky by um, the Day Designer by Blue Sky is what it was monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used a Hobonichi Weeks. I've used a Hobonichi Cousin. Um, I've used a Kiki K binder. <laughs> oh, <I've>, sure. oh <laughs> yeah. That was back when Kiki K Which, was like the thing, uh, right? Oh, yeah. It is in some circles mm-hmm. still. It's, yeah, they're still going. So. I had a. Um, a bullet journal. I had a scribbles that mattered bullet planner. Um, I tried to use a digital bullet journal on my iPad with a with a pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to use. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I think I tried an A six. No, A five. This is the bigger one. Is A five. Um, I feel like I've use them all and the funny thing is is I found an old Franklin Covey day designer like it was a Franklin Covey with day designer inserts that I got from like staples Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
from like 2007. And I was like, holy cow. Like I was really trying to make this planner thing work even back then. So. <laughs> what is your daughter into at six? Does she do, does she love bows? Is she a bow lover? She's almost six. She'll be six on the 18th. So she doesn't really care about that so much right now. She really is into slime. Oh, okay. And she wants to watch as many slime shows on the TV as possible. Mm-hmm. There's another thing if we had the foresight to do. <laughs> to start right? playing with slime on YouTube four years ago on We'd Be Millionaires. Yeah. Right? Exactly. She asked me, Mommy, when can I go to slime school? And I didn't have the heart to tell her that slime school is not a real thing. What? <laughs> slime school? Oh, I want to make a slime, slime school just so she won't have to be disappointed. Like, right? Step one, bring your glue to class. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just, like I said, I just did not have the heart to tell her that slime school was not a thing. So for, for her birthday, I got her some slime. Oh, our slime ingredients or just slime slime like you got the slime so it's pre-made slime with stuff she can put in it like beads or little sequin things you know to make it sparkle or whatever mm-hmm. this is pre-made i was like i'm not putting glue all over my floor yeah maybe <laughs> next year i don't know it's kind of because you can get the whole teacher jug of glue, like the whole gallon. We've done that a few Christmases for some kids around here. Yeah, like just a yeah. giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, teach their own. I was an art teacher in the past, so like I just have an affinity. Like I don't bristle necessarily at um certain level of school, like art supply. Like I mean, I remember when I even had like toddlers, I would let them do stuff that. Some of my friends are like, oh, I never even thought to get that messy. And I'm like, they don't call me messy Jesse for nothing. Like, I just <laughs> really love that sensory yeah. experience, you know. So We, like, were afraid of, like, Play-Doh in the carpet and stuff like that. So she can play with Play-Doh and paints and stuff at school mm-hmm. and at Grandma's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. She can play with, with, you know, paints and Play-Doh at Grandma's house all she wants. Yes. Because it's totally- Grandma has hardwood floors. Yes. Yes, and it's totally fine to have boundaries. Mine are just a little out there for some. Um, But speaking of new flooring and new, like, everything, how's it going in your new place? I finally have privacy. (laughs) Yeah, that is a big deal. I um, So I have this, I bought a new house and I moved in and I lived for about two weeks without window blinds. So um, I just finally installed the ones over the sliding glass window, the sliding glass door for my porch. And they're, excuse me, they look amazing. And um, I just love being able to close my blinds. And so everything is like finally coming together. Um, I have my shed delivered. You never realize how much you need a storage space until you don't have one. So like all of my garage things that I would put in a garage are in the shed. And so it's good. It's coming along. Do you not have sheds in your neighbor? Or I mean, I'm sorry. You just not a shed, a garage. Is that not a normal feature or typical feature? Well, living in North Carolina, we don't really get a lot of, horrible like snow weather 
Um, so a lot of homes down here don't have garages. Mm. Um, we actually, the majority of homes here don't even have basements. So, um, you know, finding a place that has enough storage is a huge deal. Um, this place has enough storage, but I didn't have any place to put like my lawnmower or my weed trimmer, you know, bicycles. Cause I just didn't want to leave them on the front porch or anything like that. So I bought a shed to keep all that stuff hidden away. Um, but yeah, it's not like living up North where like every home that you go to has a basement and a two car garage. As a matter of fact, homes here that have garages are mostly storage and people park their cars in their driveway and not in their garage. Oh, it's like basically an attached shed at that point. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's really nice to be able to park in a garage. Um, well, I mean, many people in Minneapolis, like in the actual cities, they have on-street parking and stuff or, or they have alleys and maybe are lucky to have a garage. But when you have to wake up and go to work and you have to literally scrape ice off your windshield, I'm sure you remember that from upstate New York. Like, yes, I do. Literally, if you don't have a scraper in your car, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, Or you take right? a credit card. And, like, I've been desperate enough to take the side of a credit card and just start chipping away at the ice. Yeah, I actually have my old snow brush in my car oh. in the trunk. So it has the brush on one side and, like, the ice scraper on the other. Does I, the- I'm like, I moved to North Carolina. I have no idea why I saved it. But now I'm glad I did because I don't have a garage. <laughs> Well, I want to ask you a few more planner things. Sure. Um, and one, I don't know if you really wanted to talk about or not, but it seems there's a couple of things that I feel like you'll have opinions on that you'll have okay. worth sharing. And I don't want to, like you said, I'm not going to do call outs. I'm not going to say groups and I'm not going to say names. But um, I recently on Instagram put a poll out there. Do you think... Um, shops so you know in this community that could be planner companies that could be you know inserts pens accessories stickers whatever um should have what's what i guess has been floating around called shop face um on their social media platforms you know i think there's a fine line between being a business owner and being a human um and how much you want to put out there for everyone to see. Um, I think going on rants or being completely unprofessional on your shop platform um, is very Mm -hmm. off-putting. And I'm not saying to not post personal things on your, on your shop social media, excuse me at all. I'm saying it's nice to have a face behind the business, right? So personalizing that for your customers is always a good thing. Showing where their money is going to, you know, showing, you know, how you live your life, that kind of thing. However, if there's a controversy or something, you know, put that on your personal account, right? Like nobody's telling you to not have an opinion on something, but I think putting that out there on your shop account is, it can be very off-putting and and seem very unprofessional. And if you want to be taken seriously as a business, I mean, you should really keep the two separate. Does that make sense? Like, 
I like the word that you're using off-putting because it's not a matter of right and wrong or should and shouldn't because that's their platform. Really? Do you? Like, right. Exactly. You can't be like, you shouldn't. I mean, because that's just not, that's just not, no one asked us, frankly. You know what I mean? And so right. um, it doesn't really matter, but just, I'm just trying to get a sense of, because as soon as you say, yes, I think they should have shop face. Well, what does that mean for everyone else? Like, well, now do I have to always watch what I say? And do I have to be fake? And do I have to like, look like I'm put together all the time? Um, which- you know, let me compare it to say Target. Okay. There's been controversies with Target about many things, right? You don't see Target going out on their on their shop social media, on their corporate social media and saying inappropriate or off-putting things. You know, they keep it very professional, you know, but they also are very personal, right? So they'll relate to you on a personal level. I think even though a, a, an Etsy shop owner is a, is a business on a smaller scale, I really think that they should kind of do the same thing, you know, just think about what you're going to say and how it can be perceived to people before you actually say it. Because you don't want to go out and alienate a whole bunch of customers who may never purchase from you and then be like, well, I didn't want your purchases anyways. Because that's almost as off-putting, right? Like, <laughs> Right. So I think there is a certain level of quote-unquote shop base that should happen. Mm-hmm. Nobody is saying to not be yourself. Nobody is saying to not show who you really are. It's just take a moment and reflect on what you're saying before you actually say it. Would you? Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think the same rings true for then this flowing over to um, admin face, which would be for those maybe not as whatever, like on Facebook or what have you, it would be if you were started a group, like I guess I'm an admin of Planner Lifestyle, which is a, a closed group. Um, listeners can post questions or comments there and that kind of thing. Um, it's not necessarily like this whole community, you know, it's just kind of an extension of this platform. But um, if you are the administrator of it, you know, you started it, you mod comments, you, you know, let people in or out and all that kind of stuff, um, you'd be the admin. So do you think we should have different expectations for our admins too? Like, is this an admin face? Do you think that's different than, than shop face? What are, what are your feelings on that? I mean, I'm not trying to like put you in the corner, or like make you like yeah. this poster child for these opinions. It's just something that's really been kind of mold over recently in the planner community. And um, yeah, since you have kind I of think- that eye for discernment, I'm curious of your opinion. Yeah, you know, I see where you're going with this, and I think there's a couple ways to look at this, okay? So if you're hosting and you're the admin of your brand group, Mm -hmm. right? Say X brand is your group, right? Mm -hmm. And you have a business that goes with that, and that's your brand. I feel like you should probably be a little bit more discerning in what you say and how you say it. If you're just a host in a group for, I don't know, mowing your lawn, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Lawnmowers Anonymous, right? <laughs> and there's not really anything. It's just something I pulled yeah. out of the sky. Yeah. Well, Sorry. we were you talking about I mean. sheds. We, we, yeah, it's I'm here for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, if it's just something like that, I think that, you know, I don't know. I'm waffling back and forth because 
I feel like you should be able to say what you want to say and that groups are not, not a democracy that nobody is keeping you there and nobody is, you know, you've asked for admission to a place, right? Mm. You have either Mm -hmm. been invited and you've accepted that invitation or you've been asked, you have asked to be invited um, and to join that group that, that, and it's a closed group, say, for example, you know, then you should be able to say what you want, right? As a person, doesn't matter if you're an admin or not. Um, it's, it's weird because I have so many feelings about this that, I, and it's hard to articulate them all because it's such a nuanced thing, right? Like mm-hmm. nothing is ever really black and white. You know, should you think about what you say because you're a human and it might affect somebody? Of course. You know what I mean? But there's not as much at stake if you're an admin of, say, a lawn mowing group as opposed to a shop owner group, right? Right. So that's you know, true. If, you know, there's there's something at stake when it's a shop-specific group because if you say something that can be completely, you know, misheard or, you know, it's just overtly inappropriate, then that could affect your bottom line. And do you really want to say something like that versus, you know... I'm going to put down John Deere because I like Husqvarna better in my lawnmower group, right? Mm. There's just really a, a different kind of dynamic involved with those two types of groups, if that makes sense. Right. Where one is, you know, clearly more tied to commerce. One is maybe uh, tied more to reputation, perhaps. Or, 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 or discussion. Or, per- or discussion or a perceived um, reputation, I guess. But... Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, honestly, I, it's kind of like spiraling for me. I'm like, well, is there a content creator face? Like as a podcast person, you know, I mean, how far does this go? Like what kind of face, there's this weird, I mean, not weird to judge it, but like, there's just a, like you said, we're living in the future. I don't know. Maybe that dates us, but you know, it's like very Judy Jetson to be like, looking at someone while talking to them like it's just it is it's just very futuristic um if you are like me in middle age or whatever um so some of these concepts in business in communities are just new and yeah well I think if you're putting yourself out there and you're trying to make money on something that you really should think about what you're saying you know, because especially if you're a small business, because that one person could mean the difference between being in the red and being in the black. Right. But I, uh, yes, I know. But we crave now as consumers. Tell me more. Tell me more. I want to see, you know, almost like I want to watch you cry. I mean, seriously, not like to go out and hurt someone, but we want to see it all. We want to see the rawness. We want to see the realness, you know, and because I mean, reality TV is a business. You I know. know what I mean? Everybody wants to see all of their raw emotions. I get it. But so we can't be pleased. It's like we want it all. But then when we get it all, we're like, wait, but that was too much. <laughs> like, what? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, I see it. It's one of those things that I don't think ever is going to have the right answer. Right. Right. When you said, does any human being have to stop and think about how their words affect other human beings? I mean, at the end of the day, whether it's shop, whether it's admin, whether it's content creator, whatever it is, there's they're all people. 
you know, and that's partly why I bring this conversation to this to this platform and planner lifestyle podcast is because behind every planner there's a person. Like these are people, you know, and right. um, to what extent one person uh, uses manners, to what extent one person uses common sense, to what extent someone uses uh, positive marketing strategies, <laughs> like. Right. You know, it's kind you know, of on it, them at, at some point. You're like, well, okay, that's what you're going to do. All right. You know, and you know, there are some people that say all press is good press, even bad press, you know, and, and for what it's worth, that is a marketing strategy. Right. <laughs> I don't know that it's, I don't know that I agree with that marketing strategy because it doesn't work on me. You know, if you're downplaying or you're, you know, talking bad about somebody that just, it goes against my juju, but you know, and I try and always think about what I say before I say it because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, it's, I'm a very sensitive person and I know sometimes I don't come across that way, but I really am. And sometimes what people say really does hurt my feelings. And I try and be cognizant about how other people will hear what I'm saying. And it might be that I've said something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. What did I say? You know what I mean? And try and get more clarity. But also we live in the place where everything is written down. And you don't hear people's tones when you're reading a comment on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't hear that tone. So you can take your own personal experience from that day and put a negative connotation on it because maybe you were having a bad day and, oh my gosh, Susie Q said my hair looked great today, but she must've been lying to me, you know? Right. Like, why would she say my hair looks great? What does she want? You know? No, that's not it. That's not it at all. It's just, you know, reading and interpreting text and putting a personal touch to it is almost impossible. So key and a takeaway um, for any of my listeners too. If you find yourself in that situation, and it's not dangerous, you know, I mean, like within a realistic kind of just argument, not like a, you know, threatening fight or something, but it's like mm-hmm. communication kind of snafu, if you will. Um, it's okay to say, whoa, I'm lost. Can I have clarity? It seems like, you know, like you could say to the person, seems like you're taking this really strongly. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Can you DM me or can you do that? You know, because they might not accept that and they'll just go publicly and keep going or whatever, but they might, you know, and that might save just a lot of awkwardness between people who are now seeing your business who aren't in your business. Like, I don't want to see this. I'm not even involved, you know, or whatever. And yes, we can scroll, we can scroll on. That's an option too, as an outsider or click on or unfollow or block or whatever we need to do too. So yeah. Okay. And you know, I don't want to be involved in any of the drama. I just want to know a hundred percent of the drama. <laughs> yeah. You're like, who didn't take me? What's going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, and there's only so much then. Yeah. I feel like I can say, and then I'm not like purposely like vague podcasting, like, well, this one event, blah, blah, blah. But well, <laughs> like, oh. I know. And I've, and you know, I've purposefully not said names um it's very clear how I feel about certain events you can find it in a lot of groups you can find it on my Instagram I'm not here to talk bad about anybody you know Mm -hmm. well my feelings are pretty well known (laughs) my feelings are pretty well known yeah 
Um, there's something else this week has just been very uh, tumultuous, I should, I'll say, maybe, is the opinion of should a large, well-established company insert themselves for, for perhaps the first time on an Etsy platform? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't even feel like we need to, like, vague book this. Like, Erin Condren's on Etsy, and a lot of us in the planner community are just going, okay. Well, the fact that she came so hardcore after anybody on Etsy that utilized Erin Condren in, in their tags a couple years ago um, to sell their planner stickers because they were sized to fit her planners appropriately. Um, that is just really like, you're going to come on my platform and do what now? Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like Etsy is really a place for small business um, and that she has a very successful website. She has a very successful PR team. Um, and to just put herself or or have her marketing team put her on Etsy is just kind of a backwards move, in my opinion. You know, I, I feel like any time that she has ever come out with something, it's almost like her marketing team has taken what people have said they've wanted and done exactly the opposite. Does that, yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? Well, if they're like, we want inserts, but then really we don't want proprietary inserts. Right. We want, we want inserts that will fit our existing here, planners yeah. because I don't want to buy a plan, a binder that's $60 that's cardboard that has these weird rings in them that I can only use with your planner. You know, like I want to not uncoil my Erin Condren planner and then punch it and put it in my binder. Right. Like that's what I don't want to do, but I want that size in a insert, you know, and the fact that she even said, I will never do inserts, and now she's doing inserts. Well, that's just, you know, never say never 101. I mean, and people have the right to change their mind, right? Like, maybe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and they have the but, right to sell wherever they want to sell. I totally get it. I just feel like the, like, they're not, it's like a not reading the room. You're just kind of like, what? Well, you know, she keeps going on and saying, I want to compliment and not compete. Well, she's putting herself where other small businesses sell their planners that they have worked hard to create that are not an Erin Condren planner. And now, you know, she's putting herself in direct competition with those folks that are small business owners, you know? Yeah. What, what do you, how does even, okay, let's say this. Say so best case scenario, someone did say, let's compliment, not compete, which is great lip service. And actually, you know, with the alliteration, both C's, it sticks. I get it. I That's a very virtuous goal. But what would that even look like? Wouldn't compliment be, uh, here, use my tags for sticker sizes or here, let me highlight one of these small businesses. Look how this kit looks in my planner. Would that be compliment? Like, how do you compliment someone without competing anyway? Because I know the whole phrase of, like, you don't need to knock someone else's crown to straighten yours or, you know what I'm saying? What is that cliche? Yeah. Um, 
whatever. It was like, we can say that and we can post these really like nice, like awesome hand lettering, like a positive affirmations about other women, about other business owners, about planner planners. I don't care whatever you're coming from, but like how boots on the ground, what actions do we take to portray that in real life? Is that just say, Hey, look what this lady's doing and sharing a link now and then is it you know what I mean? Like, how does that actually work? Have you seen yeah, that? I don't work? know. I don't know how it would how it would come in. I don't know what she had in her mind when she came up with that phrase, but I I doubt that it was her coming onto Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I mean, why would she need to go to Etsy? What it so Etsy has. Etsy is great for small businesses because it's built in marketing, right? You don't, Mm -hmm. you search for something and all of the options come up. It's great. You don't have to do anything, right? As a small business owner, there aren't any rewards. She has to offer free shipping over $35, which is not the same as her website, free shipping over $75. Um, You know, I can see where she would maybe put a branch of her stuff on Etsy. Like for example, Mm -hmm. she just had this huge warehouse blowout, right? It was like 70% off of stuff. Why not put that stuff in Etsy? Like a clearance area. (laughs) Like Etsy's the clearance of Erin Gund. Well, not, but you know what I mean. Like put just something on there. If you want to be on Etsy and you want to have a presence on all of the marketplaces, you know, I know she's on Amazon. Is she on eBay? You know what I mean? Does well, she she's have on an QVC? She's on QVC now. She's on QVC. Is she on HSN? I mean, what about Ooh, all these yeah. other platforms? You know, why solely go on Etsy? And I know that a lot of people have very, very differing opinions on whether or not she should be on Etsy. I feel like as a business owner, she can put her stuff wherever she wants. I feel like as somebody who has made it very well known that she wants to be a part of the planner community and the people and not just like, not just her, the people that use her product, but everybody, the people that don't use her product, like putting your stuff in a place where, I don't know where small business owners are. I mean, these, some of these small business owners make their entire living on Etsy And to just put your big conglomerate on there, just, I don't know, it just feels, it feels icky to me. Right. It feels like you might be potentially taking money out of somebody else's pocket when you have already so much money to begin with. And it's not about them. It's not about the money and it's not about the sales. It's about the fact that, you know, this mom down the street may have just had a baby and so she's made herself a planner and was like, oh, you know what? I bet I could make a, I bet I could sell it. And then she puts it on there to support herself and her baby while she's, you know, home with that baby. But then somebody sees the Aaron Condra's like, oh, I know this planner. And they buy that one instead. Mm. I don't know. It, to me, that just, I don't know. Gives you the wrong feeling. Because I, I would be, for my opinion, it's um, not about the size or money. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I actually am a capitalist. I see the free market as something positive to behold in our world. Um, so it's because, for example, if um, you search, oh, what was that? There was some app website where you could go and search what the top sellers of Etsy were. 
And it was Planner Kate. I mean, of all Etsy about a month mm-hmm. ago. You know, that's a big deal. I mean, yeah. all oh, I woodworking. The, I know what you're talking about. I you can't know, think of the name yeah, of it, but I know what that? you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> I guess just Google it if you're interested in like how to, you know, Etsy stats or something. Yeah. Something will Sorry, come we fail. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, um, I wouldn't say like, oh, well. Are, why are you still here? You're clearly making the bank, you know, like, so it's not like, cause what's too much or what's so much money in one person's eyes isn't in another. So it's like, we got to right. be aware of being like the, like a money, money police, you know, kind of thing. Right. It's, no, I'm not, it's not about the money yeah. for me. It's about the fact it's that the community aspect or it's just, I, cause I feel the same way. I feel a little like, icky. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. No, no, no. It's fine. I do feel icky about it because, you know, she's she wants to be a part of the community. I mean, she's sponsored several events of another planner community. And I think she's sponsoring the one that's coming up somewhere. I don't know where it is. You'll have to Google that as well. Sorry, listeners. Um, you know, to, to put yourself and be a part of the community and, you know, be... I feel like putting yourself and doing the, being the keynote speaker of these events really puts your face to the brand, right? And if you are out there and you're meeting people and you're writing stuff in their planners, you know, love you, thanks for buying my planner, love Aaron or whatever, you know, that really becomes personal. And so you've made yourself a part of the planner community, even if you're not actively participating as a commenter or contributor in the planner community as far as um, discussions go right, mm-hmm. but then you know you come into this planner community where it's made up a lot of small businesses and a lot of moms and stay-at-home dads and you know small families. They're making their living a hundred percent on Etsy, you know, and you're just coming into like their. It's like you're coming into their house and not taking your shoes off. Yeah, I see that analogy because it's not that. Um... You shouldn't necessarily be there. It's just how you're there. Right. Because right. like even when you were saying if it was just an item, like even if she was like, um, I don't know, like I'm just selling covers here or I'm just selling um, even if even if she just changed her model and was like, I'm going to put printables on Etsy because that's an easier platform or she just wanted to have her name out there, whatever reason. I mean, there's a whole other thing. I'm sure she doesn't want to do printables because that's a whole other thing. But like, seriously, that's like you said earlier, this is what we're asking for, but this is what we're getting. Right. Um, but I, I, yeah. I, I imagine her coming into Etsy if, and you're old enough to know Seinfeld, you know, how Kramer oh, yeah. just comes in yeah. every mm-hmm. single time and he's like some ridiculous hello every time he walks mm-hmm. in the door. Mm-hmm. Hello. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. how I imagine her walking in the door of the Etsy <laughs> shop, right? Like just coming in and being loud and obnoxious. Here I am. You've waited for me all this time. We're like, no, we really weren't waiting for you. What are you doing? Right. And you know, it's just like you said it earlier. She just, I feel like her marketing team did not read the room and it's not, and it's easy for me to say Aaron did this because I've met her, you know, I've talked to her, I've had a conversation with her and it's easy for me to pin this on her. It's probably not her. It's probably her marketing team. But when or you a put board, yourself, maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you put yourself into that planner community and you put your face behind the name, 
it's easy for me to picture your face and go, you're the one that did this. You're the one that put this, this group out of business or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying it's just easy for me to be like, yeah, that's what you did. You know? Yeah. Like, like the, 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 um, the law firm that I work for, it is the name of the president and he is an attorney and I'm not going to name the name, but let's mm-hmm. just say it's John Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, John Smith has decided to use an actor for all of the commercials because he doesn't want to put his face to that name because he doesn't want somebody to come up to him on the street and say, you know, you're the guy that did blah, 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 whatever, or, oh, you know, yeah. and put the blame on that. So when you put your face to it, it's easy for me to walk up to her and say, you know, you're the yeah. one that did the, the, the stupid binders. Nobody asked for those. We wanted inserts to fit in the stuff that we currently use, you know, like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. When you choose to put your face out there, it's easy for people to put the blame solely on you. Right. But like it said, free market, we don't have to put our money where we don't want to put our money. So, Absolutely. And, so and from curious. a business standpoint, like I get it. Right. I get it. I understand why she's there. Like, yeah, why am I going to – it's it's like I tell our clients, you know, we don't leave money on the table. Right? We're not mm-hmm. going to – we're going to get as much as we possibly can for you because we don't leave money on the table. So – just like her, you know, I'm going to go on Etsy because that's a platform that I haven't been on and I don't want to leave any money on the table. But still, what if it was just like, she just went and sold uh, her, because she has all these other home goods, like blankets. I don't know. Whatever. No one, I'm not on the marketing team, obviously. And no one asked me, but no one asked me either. <laughs> now, if if Hobonichi is looking for a marketing team, I'd like to throw my hat out there because that's the one planner I have used consistently this entire year. There you go. So maybe it will be 2020. You said you hadn't made up your mind. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about getting either the, oh gosh, I don't know, the sneaker mega or just mm. the regular. So the sneaker mega is the one that has like the, the plat, it's like a, flexible cover mm-hmm. and so I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna use I love I'm loving I've been planner monogamous since March oh that's a I thing. know I didn't that know that is a I, thing okay oh solely like you don't even write in any you don't even dabble in any other planner relationships like no it, you don't even write in <laughs> no I I know uh, nothing on the side there Erica I got nothing on the side over here. Uh, that's not true. I have a um, a happy notes. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. But, but who doesn't? I mean, come on, <laughs> right? So I have yeah. a half letter size and I have a quarter letter size. Um, so the half letter size currently has all my house list things that I need to get done, like installing my doorbell and stuff like that. But my little happy notes, my little micro—is it mm-hmm. a micro? Yeah, if it's little. Yeah, it's teeny tiny. So. So the micro one that I have, um, we talked about it earlier that I like to do lots of little crafty things, has um, my Drawloween in it. <laughs> okay. Draw. And it's Drawl, D-R-A-W-L-L-O-W-E-E-N. It's a, it's a stitch along for cross stitching. So every day of October, I get a new tiny little chart. And so I have put days one through four 
um, in here so that when I get to it, I can stitch it and cross stitch it and have like a nice little Halloween decoration. Do you, are you making the little X marks in your micro or do you print them out and then tape them in or I no, I printed and, and taped it because I did at work. I did this and I didn't have a, I didn't have a tape runner with me. Mm. Um, it's in my purse now, but I did just scotch tape it in there like a heathen <laughs> <laughs> on the outside. Oh my gosh. I yeah. know. <laughs> But and I and I wrote in it with my sharpie pen and I I am a terrible hand letterer so it's just my regular handwriting. There's a place for hand lettering. I get it. It is it's it's awesome. It's a good creative outlet, and I would never sugar in someone for doing it. But just we have to make our planners work for us sometimes. You know, we just right exactly the notes. It's just like life moves too fast sometimes. Remind us. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. So did you have a game for me, by the way? Yes, I do. And let's do that before we – I know. Can you, you've already been with me an hour and a half. It feels like like 10 time. minutes. I know. It goes so fast. At oh, least gosh. when you're talking, I don't know about listening. Right? <laughs> okay. I hope we you're going to get this down to like an hour because people's eyes are going to gloss over at about 61 minutes. They're going to be like, are they done yet? Uh, <laughs> no, because that's when it gets good. That's when you start talking about Aaron. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Wait, what? So they're just talking about the weather. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, let's play Listed, which is the timed lightning round of list making. And yes, you mentioned some crafty endeavors. So I'm going to put you through your paces. I will give you 20 seconds to list as many knitting stitches, terms, or products as you can. Ready? On your mark. Oh my gosh. Okay. Go. A uh, yarn bowl, yarn, needles, cable needle, uh, darning needle, project bag, tape measure, stitch markers, circular needles. Oh my gosh. Um, ah! Patterns, knitting patterns. Um, there you go. Oh! There's your horn. <laughs> Good job, Erica. Good job. I don't even know how many I got. <laughs> you got enough. You win. What do I win? My um, acknowledgement uh, as a winner. I'm dying with love and devotion. <laughs> yeah. Good well, job. that was fun. Yeah, it's always fun to see um, someone's area of interest, you know, and get a little inside and what you need on those things or yeah we've done um things they like to cook places they visited like all the things so oh I love all the things yeah is there anything that you would like to mention or talk about that we haven't mentioned before we go no just find me on instagram I'm gonna be, try to be better about posting content I'm just I'm like the worst like you would think with a planner that I would be able to plan when I post stuff I'm like the worst planner ever for real (laughs) (laughs) well we'll just subscribe and get it when it comes that's what I feel like yes consistency is key but sometimes people's lives just roll and you get what you get (laughs) right that's at least if you okay so if you follow me on Instagram know that you're just gonna get what you get Yes. And if you're listening to this podcast, they know that's how I am too. I really want to be consistent, but yeah, sometimes those 
four wall issues or those family connections or, you know, relationship things. Yeah. Sometimes That's, life just gets yeah. up in the way of life. Awesome. Okay, Erica, thank you so much for coming on. And Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Check out uh, Planner Police. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Listeners, thank you so much for coming alongside another great planner-related content conversation with Erica from Planner Police. I told you it'd be a long one, but it was a good one. Don't you think? If you have any comments or insights or just even like burning questions or inspirations, feel free to continue the conversation on my Facebook page, which is Planner Lifestyle, as well as anytime you can slide into my DMs on Instagram, which is at Planner Lifestyle Podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, I would be truly honored if you just click that button on your favorite podcast app. This will also help you know when the latest episode drops. And if you have someone in your life, in your planner community, perhaps even, that was like, what is that podcast you're always talking about? Please help me. I don't really do any marketing for this um, little baby of mine. So if you could just say, hey, this is where it is, grab their their smartphone because you know you have that one friend who's like, you always listen to podcasts, but like, I don't get it. Like, when do you listen to them? Like, just break it down for them because you know it's not that hard. You know what I'm saying. All right. Thanks. Have a great week.